Welcome back to the Starter Five Podcast on SB Nation, Greasy Bear Blues. I am the one P Shark, aka still Mr. 500, but maybe <laughs> close to not being Mr. 500 anymore. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? On A underscore Scott Lee on Twitter. Um, it's shooter shoot around the, around this way uh, going on lately. So um, without the baby this week, so it should be good on my end, Sharky. <laughs> What is good, everybody? This is Trevor, a.k.a. the chief of staff of Dylan Brooks Island. I'm just enjoying all the riches, enjoying everything right now. Things are looking wonderful right now on Dylan Brooks Island. What's good, everybody? Yeah, I think I, I did buy at least one stock of that Dylan Brooks stuff from you all. I hope. I hope I did. If I didn't, I should probably reinvest. Uh, but it's shitty, man. I'm about to throw a download to my big man in the paint. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate the pass. Your man, Tev Shakir, man. Mr. Over 500. Um, putting in work in the paint, man. And I promise every single time, 10 times out of 10, when I do my job, put my work in, the first thing I'm doing is taking my butt to the shower. I don't know about y'all, though. How y'all doing? I guess I am excited that you released our showering. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> showering is important, man, especially after doing a long day's work. It's very important. <laughs> in case nobody knows what this is in reference to, we'll get to that right now. Saw the Grizzlies win three and one this week. Um, three and two if you count Sunday's game against the Pacers, since it was on a Sunday, the true beginning of the week. But based on our podcast order, that doesn't go into our week predictions. So they went three and one in our weekly predictions. Um, so started off Monday, beat the Bulls, um, one on one ninety. Then Wednesday, the big game with Tukas referring to about Josh's tweet. Um, about five minutes after the game, apparently before he got in the shower. Um, <laughs> we lost with a crazy buzzer beat to, to Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks, 114 and 113. Friday, beat the Bulls again by 11 points again in Chicago this time without Zach Levine. Then a very impressive road win Saturday night against the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee by 13. So, guess for this week, 3-1, and one, no 2-2. Two and two. What are your thoughts about the week as a whole? Really solid week by the Grizzlies. My, you know, my tone is a little different. I'm not as upset. They did grab three um, really important games this week. As you mentioned, uh, they, they they took two against the Bulls. Took a, they got a really good win against the Milwaukee Bucks. But, you know, that, 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 that loss to the Mavericks, you know, Sharky, I, I don't know if I've recovered for that, from that game yet, you know. And really, I'm really just – for my piece, that's the game that I want to highlight. I know I'm all about positivity. I'm all about the glass being half full. But, you know, that that game against the Mavericks is, is, is a tough one. That's a game that the Grizzlies, in my opinion, showed for the majority of the game that they were the better team. Um, they showed that they were more the aggressor in that matchup. Um, but yet and still, at the end of the day, if you do not make free throws, um, I don't care if it's at the FedEx Forum. I don't care if it's at the Tech Hub. I don't care where it's at. If you're not making free throws, <laughs> you're not winning basketball games. And yet we were yet again. But the the challenge of making free throws, if you make free throws, you go home. If you don't make free throws, you lose the game. And sure enough, Grayson Allen missed 91 for shooter on the season. Got up there and walked up there and missed two really important free throws. And from there, um, uh, the Luka Doncic or the Luka Magic stepped in and, and they took the game. So solid win, but I really, really would have wanted that Mavericks game because it's on national TV for us in the Memphis market. We talk about 
Memphis not having, you know, a good amount of games on TV that, we, that the, you know, the Grizzlies aren't televised enough, but you got to win those games. The games that you are on TV, you have to win those games. And when you aren't winning those games, kind of be, can't be too mad at ESPN or TNT or for whoever, or whoever for that matter, for not winning those televised games. So good week, but really wanted that Maverick game. Yeah, it's not really too much to really hop on uh, for this week for the Grizz. As Scotty just said, very solid week. Um, which rather would love to have gotten that Mavericks win, but you know, things happen when you miss free throws and we saw that firsthand. Uh, mentioned last week about how that game against Dallas could potentially be a major factor in the Grizzlies possibly getting the seventh seed um, as of right now, which that is still in play right now because I believe they're only two games back of Dallas for that seventh spot and not even that far back from sixth either, which is ironically because we'll get to Portland, I guess, at some point. Uh, but to Skyler's point, Grayson Allen missing those two key free throws uh, in the end of the Dallas game really cost us. But he made up for it on Saturday with a hell of a performance in the Milwaukee game. Seven threes with Grayson Allen on the day. So, of course, I got to give him his kudos there. Uh, the two wins against Chicago, uh, those were the games that I were worried about last week, given how Chicago has played well uh, since acquiring Nikola Vucevic. Uh, but, of course, Chicago has had a pretty bad record uh, playing on uh, second night of a back-to-back. So thankfully, we were able to catch them in the first matchup on that back-to-back, and then the second one was basically the Dylan Brooks show. Um, so again, solid week for the Grizz. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, um, we we needed that win against the Mavericks. That's, that's not sugar-coated. Um, I think we need that for our confidence. Um, we need that going into the playoffs. Of course, like you said, we'll talk about playoff standings later on. But I just need to see a win. Um, whether it came down to free throws, um, last possession, or what have you, we need that win against the Mavericks on live TV, on you know, national TV at that. Um, and so I'm glad that we are kind of like taking some time to talk about how disappointed we are. Um, yes, we beat the Milwaukee Bucks. We actually did beat a, a Bulls team twice in a row. But we really, really needed that game on Wednesday. Um, not only just the free throws missed, just, I mean, I think you play as good as D as you could, right? That's, that's a prayer that goes up. Um, you're off balance. You're leaning forward um, towards the rim. You're at least 28 feet away from the rim. So and that didn't even touch glass. I just went purely in. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm real hurt still about the Mavericks win. Um, but kudos to us beating the Milwaukee team. I did have Giannis, though, right? Um, yeah. We did beat the Bulls um, fully intact. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're still 3-1. and one. Um, And so when we're talking about playoff standings, that's better than the 2-2 two and two that we usually get um, out of ourselves. So let's at least take the 3-1, and one, I guess. Um, but I'd rather that 3-1 and one, it would have been um, the win against the Mavericks. And I could have took a loss against the Bulls, um, to be honest, um, for this week. Hey, at least they're streaking. Of course. Yeah, but that streaking only means so much, brother. <laughs> when, when people go streaking, sometimes they want certain people to see them. And I think the Grizzlies, if you can go streaking, you kind of want the Mavericks to see you. But I'm sorry, yeah. that was a little too much. <laughs> right. I definitely wanted to talk about, you know, a good four four game win streak coming into this podcast, right? Like, um, y'all pretty much said everything that I wanted to say. Um, as far as the we go, um, as far as the Bulls games, we won games we were supposed to win. So, and I don't think that's to be taken lightly. 
Um, because over the, you know, of course, over the season, we've given up games, right, uh, to teams that we're supposed to win. So shoot up, shout out to the Grizz for getting those two dubs. As far as the Mavs game go, I'm with y'all. National televised game. We got the lead. We literally do exact everything that we were supposed to to win. Except when, <laughs> you know, um, it, it take it took a Jesus shot for for Luca, you know, to do for him to beat us. So I mean, I guess I can take that right. I I, I guess we can take that as Grizz fans. So um, you know, we took that punch in the face, and you know, we came out and, and did what we're supposed to against the Bulls, and then uh, Grayson Allen came out, and you know, seven three, seven for ten threes is what I love to see from Grayson Allen, um, especially against the Bucks team who I thought would have lost. Uh, with Giannis, but we came and played defense. We came and hit our shots, like 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 Skylar said, shoot a shoot, and that's what we're seeing right now from our Grizzlies, especially from our young gun Desmond Bain. Uh, definitely want to salute him for for just coming in and just like I I don't know if we talked about this, but this may be the best shooting Grizz team I've seen. I don't know if we want to wait for to talk about that later or or not, and I love to have a debate, but I love what I'm seeing from this young team with Scrappy. We're, we're, we're giving away wins, but at the same time, we're starting to win the games we're supposed to. So, and I think that's going to balance out when 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 playoff time comes. Uh, not much to bet on my end, at least from recent history, including the Green and Grind Grizzlies. Uh, have to go back and do the research to the Hubie Browns Grizzlies to see. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah. we, we, we talk about that next week. Let, let's say that. Yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good one, though. Um, that'd be, be something we're looking to. But um, overall, the I guess you could say the you know, Bucks win kind of made up for the Mavericks loss, but did you think about man we could have been four and this week or right. Go, to, <laughs> right go back to the next game last week we could have been what six and zero our last six road games like come on like we we did not win close games because apparently the games we have won what won by eleven twice and won by thirteen the games we have lost we lost by one we lost Indiana by what three or four. I want to say seven. Well, it was it was like a two point game, but like a minute ago, it was close and then it's close. Yeah, and that game got placed in the first quarter and made a comeback. But close games, that's the ones we need to focus on and finally uh, improve upon. But I can't get too mad at Grizzlies, man. After that, they made after they lost in the Mavericks as a young team, you could have got your head down and could have came out flag in Chicago and lost like they did against Indiana after the next game. They learned from the lesson with the Indiana game. They came back, got down the mud, beat Chicago, then got a very impressive win against Milwaukee. So can't be too mad. They uh, they're definitely streaking. Can't wait um to see their upcoming schedule. So coming up, we do um first up before we get to upcoming schedule. Let's look at the standings. We are firmly number eight, two games ahead to Golden State. And San Antonio, and now three games. Shout out to the Knicks and Coach Savage with a win against New Orleans today. Now we have three games ahead in New Orleans. Uh, Steph is on the road right now, but they still are losing some of the games he's going off in. So he's still something to be weary of in a play-in if it gets to that point. But now we're one game behind the Mavericks, and this is where the Mavericks loss hurts because tiebreakers. The Mavericks got the season got this one the season series because we want to play them three times. So if we ends in the tie, they get us. So based on the standards, how y'all feel now? Um, as far as everybody that's behind the Grizzlies, nothing's changed. But to kind of go back to what was said not too long ago, you said you can't be too mad at the loss of, at the Mavericks. 
I'm sorry. I'm still kind of salty about that. I'm not going to even lie to you. And just for the simple fact that you just mentioned it, now, you know, you are, you're a, in a sense, you're two games back of the, uh, you're two games back of the Mavericks because you're one game back overall. Then they have the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. So you would really want to kind of move close to that, you know, the seven, the six, seven seed. Uh, to uh, potentially, you know, avoiding because you know you never know if the Lakers gonna make a, char- a charge coming down the stretch. The Clippers, you want to be able to avoid teams like that. Phoenix too. Um, so you definitely want to try to like put that put into perspective. But you, you like she said, you you got to win those games. It's good to beat the it's good to beat the Bulls. It's, it's good to beat the Bucks. But what good is that if those aren't the teams you're seeing in the playoffs? What good is that if those aren't the teams you aren't, that you're seeing? in the playing game and you need that for, you know, you need those dubs for like, for, for memory for like, so when you have those playing games, you can say, okay, well, we did grab the game against the Mavericks back in December, or we did grab the game against the Portland Trailblazers back in March, whatever the case you need and want those dubs. And the fact that you haven't gotten those, you're bidding teams behind you. You're bidding other inferior teams in the East. That's fine, but you have to get games, um, well, you had a chance to get the games against the Mavericks. You have the Trailblazers coming up. You got to be able to get those games. Yeah, that's the key. They they play Portland three times coming up, so that's why that's the only reason I say it can't get too mad at the Mavs game because like you still got opportunities. But to your point, like you said, we lost the season series, so that's a tiebreaker that's lost no matter what. Yeah, if you if they perform well against Portland, they could very well be and be be the sixth seed by the time next week comes. So. I, I'm I'm upset at the Mavericks game, but I'm not too much upset because I know like we're still like right there. We're still within range where we felt the Grizzlies are feeling they're going to finish between nowhere below tenth. We know that for a fact. Uh, but for the fact of them possibly looking to get the six seed, we'll see what happens against Portland. I think if they can grab two out of those three and maybe get some help from other teams, possibly beating Dallas, I. Can't see us falling no farther than being no further than seventh um, by the time next week comes. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I know we don't play Dallas again, right? It's just. Yeah, the- we played them again. They just, we only played them three times. So even if we beat them the last time, they won twice already. Gotcha. Um, man, I. I agree, Trevor. There, there's no way that we could be anywhere out of the tenth spot, right? I don't. I think we all agree that that we do not fall, no matter what, out of the tenth spot. And if we do, I think there just needs to be a serious, serious consideration about where we're going if we fall out of the tenth spot at this point in the season, um, regardless of what happens, right? I, I really think that. Um, now, moving forward, spot-wise, I think it benefits us of course to be out of the seventh ac that gives at least a chance if we lose a game within the playing scenario we still have a chance to fight whereas if we fall ninth or tenth um and then we show up and you know we have a dallas mavericks game again right because it's going to be live and broadcast tv everyone's going to watch the playing game there's no way we this goes to like i don't know but youtube tv and we don't get to see this at all so that's another thing too like how do we play when the lights are on um, with a team like the Mavericks. That's why, again, I think we need that win. Um, I think we all agreed about that last week against the Mavericks. So the thing that I would love to see is just that we hold firm with seven or eight. Um, I, the Warriors are. <laughs> to, to, <laughs> I don't know what Steph Curry's been drinking um, and been passing along to some of the Warriors, but, I mean, that team looks like 
the Davidson team that made a run. I'm just saying. Uh, notice that I said the Davidson team. I didn't say the Warriors team. I said the Davidson team. Um, and it just takes a game. So that's the thing that scares me is the Warriors um, in coaching. Um, we'll see him in the playing scenario. Besides that, I think the Grizzlies will do well, but and hopefully lock up the AFC. But again, that means that we have to see Dallas. I don't think Dallas and Portland are going to move or interchangeable. But if we had to see Portland, I don't even want to see them in a one game play on playing scenario either, to be honest. And can I jump in real quick? For me, I think I don't know. I'm still I don't know. The the Warriors, I can't I, I can definitely see a scenario in which the Warriors say, you know, we may should step down. I could very well see that because he's putting up 40 a game and he still got Draymond fumbling the bag. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Clay ain't coming back. Clay's not coming back. James Wiseman is right now is 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 a non-factor for the Warriors. In my opinion, and I like I said, I could very well see the, the Warriors, you know, mailing it in and say, you know, I'm I'm okay with you know taking my loss in the playing game because I because if 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 you if you win your playing series matchup, then who you got? You still got you still got the Jazz, you still got the Clippers, the the uh, the Lakers. You ain't beating them, so I could I could see a scenario in which they they mail it in and and Steph may you know get sent home a couple weeks before the season ends. I could see that. I don't I don't see the Warriors shutting Steph down. I see history shutting Steph down. And what I mean by that is normally, you know, watching the Warriors like I do, whenever Steph is overworked, we enjoy watching them work. And then history comes in and say, all right, bro, let me let me show you why you got one of the worst ankles in the NBA history, right? <laughs> and we we saw that like what last game, something like that. So yeah, four quarter. Um, last game, four quarter, four quarter. Yeah. So it's like I love Steph. Y'all know me. I love Steph Curry. I love the Warriors, but <laughs> the, the Warriors not gonna do it. History gonna do it. Like history is doomed to repeat itself. That's why I kind of told you, Sheeta. Like, of course, the Warriors are a threat. Don't get me wrong. To you know, for the AC, but Steph Curry is gonna Steph Curry. He's gonna put up great numbers, and then all of a sudden, he he's gonna overwork himself. So I think to your point, Skylar, I think if the Warriors were, were to shut Steph down, they would be smart to do it now. And I, the reason I said that is the reason why I've been saying that all season long. They got to potentially get two uh, two lottery picks from 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 the, from the Timberwolves. If I'm gonna shut Steph Curry down, I'm gonna do it right now so I can get a chance to possibly get what two top five, two top seven picks. If that's my mode of thinking, if I if I'm gonna shut Steph Curry down, but we know Steph Curry, we know he's gonna keep going until you know until history repeats itself. So I mean, until then, you know, it's what 20, 23 games left for them. Yeah, <laughs> um, but as far as the Grizz go. Um, of course, I don't see us falling out. Um, I do expect us to continue to fight for that six seed, uh, like I said, because we do got an um, important matchup against the Blazers, and also the Mavericks got the Lakers twice this week. Uh, we saw what they just did without LeBron and uh and, and AD, so they their their role players are stepping up. Um, and I think they'll do that against the Mavs at least once. That'll help us out, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get into our Grizz records real soon. So um, I don't see us falling. I only see us going up. For sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't see us falling out of ten. I know we're on this current seven game road trip that we are at two and zero in. As you can see, our road record is sixteen and ten. Um, but we have a losing home record. As my name states, there's really no place like home. Yeah, they need to stay on the road. So, um, I'm five five games left on the road. They're a better road team than home team. I trust the Grizzlies on the road. I do not trust them at home. So, they ain't falling. But who is your Grizz of the week? 
Uh, Grizz of the week, I really want to go Grayson Allen, but he missed two free throws that cost him the game. So I'm going with Desmond Bang. I'm going with Desmond Bang because he has gradually progressed, in my opinion, um, as a rookie throughout this season. He's shooting really well from the three point, uh, three point, uh, the three point line. He's pretty, I think, in my opinion, he's added more to his game. Uh, he's been able to put the ball on the floor, score. Um, set every other, um, set other players up um, to score and things like that. Um, and I think recently, Trevor, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's moved up to like the top five, like, you know, rookie standings of course, like who could get rookie of the year. Um, so for me, it's, it's Desmond Bain, Mr. Mr. I think Savage calls him Mr. Phone Booth. Yeah, Savage calls him Mr. Phone Booth because of his jump shot form. Shout out to uh, Savage for that. Um, and yes, he's currently in the uh, NBA.com top five uh, rookie rankings right now. Uh, so shout out to Desmond Bain here there. Um, I went with the wing players last week uh, for my Grizzlies of the week. And I'm probably just going to stay there uh, because uh, threes have been falling for the Grizzlies right now. Um, Grayson Allen, although, yes, he did miss those two free throws in the Dallas game. We just talked about it earlier. He had a great performance against the Bucks, seven threes. Desmond Bain has been looking great his entire rookie season. Shots are falling for him. And Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks. I, I can't believe I haven't said anything negative about Dylan Brooks. Probably it feels like a month. Like even with the one game where he missed those two layups, like it seems like every week I've been on, like it's been nothing but positive vibes right now with Dylan Brooks. So that's why DB Allen is, 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 is hot right now. So yeah, for my Grizzlies of the week, it'll be the same as last week. It'll be, be the win, guys. Uh, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain, and Grayson Allen. Yeah, um, for me, Grizz of the week goes to actually Grayson Allen. Um, I'm going to give it to him. Um, and I know the uncomfortness um, of, you know, he missed the free throws. I get it, right? Um, he did miss the free throws, but if Grace now doesn't play like he does in that game, we're not even in a position to be even up or down um, that close. Um, on a night when we could get shots to really fall um, and things like that, Grace Nyland was actually there and carried us. Um, you hate that he didn't make those free throws? Yeah. Eh. Uh, we also hate LeBron when he doesn't hit his free throws too. Um, so I'm really I'm, – I love him. And, and they don't give him MVP, so, he so Grace doesn't get started a week. <laughs> um, I hope Grace Allen listens to this, as a matter of fact. Um, but, I mean, I hear you, yes. But Grace Allen is a – is turning into a better two-way player um, that we don't have really locked under contract yet, I don't think. Um, I think he's still underneath his rookie contract. He's a guy that's had many years, multiple years, with the uh, Mike Krzyzewski offense and having that tutelage with him as well. It's starting to really shine a little bit more than – uh, that we may have perceived it to be. He's not just hitting shots from the three-point line either. He's not afraid to go in a little bit more, um, has a few floaters up his sleeve. Not as good as Tyus, of course, um, but they're there. Um, he's playing decent defense. I mean, can't really knock him for that. So give me Grayson Allen uh, for this start of the week, or Grizzly week, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, buddy. She, I would actually echo those sentiments, everything you did just said. Um, my start of the week is also Grayson Allen. Um, even though he did miss those key free throws, um, I mean, it, it literally took Jesus shot number par two uh, for the Grizz to lose against the Mavs. So, I mean, if they if, if, if 
Luca misses that shot, then we're talking about a Grizz when we, we're praising Grayson 100%. So um, even then, like good defense, you know, he, he's stepping in into his role, average, what is it, 18 points over the week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stamp, you know, put this stamp on my guy, Grayson Allen, who I've been right on from the stump. Grayson Allen is either going to be a Grizzly for a long time or he's going to go on a list that gets traded into a package that helps the team immediately wins the championship. Y'all know what we mean by that. <laughs> Y'all know how the Grizz straightaway players that go on and win rings. The latest one to do it was Marcus Gasol. So I think the next player for that will be Grayson Allen. I love his energy. Uh, I love his swag. Like I said, he's turning into a better two-way player, like you said, Shidi. Um, Three-point shooting's getting better. And, you know, I think going into the final parts of the season where I'm, I'm expecting to see a lot more from Grayson Allen. So uh, shout-out to him. But work on your free throws, man. I think it's, at this point it's just a Memphis curse. So I don't even put these free he throws. Showed 90, he shot 91%. He shot 91% it is on the season. Curse, like I said. And I said, it's, it's the, the form. It's, it's the form. It's the essence of the FedEx form that just manifests itself no. into the uniforms. And then it carries it the into the other arenas. It's on the chair. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the form itself. I'm telling you. So how do you explain it's the message? In the air in the FedEx form, I, man. How do you explain it? How do you explain in this game last week? Because that was it, Madison Square Garden. Again, the essence of the form <laughs> manifests itself into all of the uniforms, like, and it carries outside of the arena. So, okay, I like the Memphis Tigers are missing. <laughs> the Memphis Tigers are missing on the road too. They were missing at Houston and Dallas. So, I, I'm telling you, it's the form. It is something in the air in FedEx form that is causing Memphis to miss these free throws. I'm gonna do some research. Memphis on the jersey. If Memphis is anywhere on the jersey, there we go. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Because I'm gonna do some research about the pyramid and how free throw shooting happened in the pyramid. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to do some deep dive research and just see mm -hmm. how to. I, can, I can't one. wait. I, I can't wait for the starting fives to get big enough so we can, you know, we can interview and call, you know, John Moran, Grace Downham, and say. You know, what's the reason y'all can't make free throws? I can't wait for them to say it's because it's the FedEx form. I can't wait for them to say that. <laughs> if we can't wait. Free, let, I mean, let's get still get praise to where it's due, man. John Morant did hit two free throws at the end of the Mavs game, which I honestly thought he was going to miss one. Yeah, yeah I thought he was going to miss them. Because he missed some last week, so we get to yep. go with that one too. <laughs> Sam, excuses are tools of the incompetent too. That's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. Won't well, get me again. Nope, you won't get me again. <laughs> nope. All right, Zarky, who's your star of the week? Man? Yeah, I'm going to go a little off the rails. I wanted to give the JV out on double-doubles. Then he finally fell short of double-doubles, but still had a great week. Wanted to give the Kyle Anderson. He had a pretty solid week. Wanted to give the Grayson. had a great week. And I wanted to give him Dylan for a great week. But rest in peace to DMX. X going to give it to you. Give me a Xavier Tillman. Last two games, although beginning of the weekend do as well. Last two against the Bulls, back to back against the Bulls and the Bucks. And Xavier Tillman had 14 and I think 15 back to back games. Then else is highest point total of the season. Gave great minutes and he played at the end of the Bucks game. I thought JV was in foul trouble or something, but now he just played him over him because defensive versatility and everything. So give me a Xavier Tillman. And shout out to Coach Jenkins for pointing that out because he, sh he should have did that in that Knicks game that we lost. If he would have switched out, James, uh, yeah. that's yeah. a win. Definitely. That's a win. Yeah. But it's shout out to James for, for finally realizing that. But that's neither here there. Most definitely. But let's go ahead and get to this upcoming week. Like I said, 
road tripping. We're going to the Mile High City um, against the Denver Nuggets without Jamal Murray, but still, it's Denver Nuggets. They're still good. Play at the Clippers um, Wednesday. Then we back to back against the Blazers Friday and Sunday. What is your record for this week? Are you asking me? Are you asking me? Yeah, it's an everybody. I'm asking everybody else. Yeah, everybody, but you start. Okay, cool. But I'm gonna say because you know what I'm gonna say. We can run 500 again. Give me two and two. <laughs> I mean, it's not. That's actually not even far fetched. It's legit. I'm actually gonna roll with two and two as well. Uh, which two? I'm not sure. I, I just y'all cheating, man. Y'all cheating. Y'all know damn well y'all supposed to pick. We get the Clippers game and we'll get that game Sunday against uh, the Trailblazers. Those are my two. I say you grab the Nuggets game because Jamal Murray is out. So give me the Nuggets. And I'll take that same Sunday game against the Portland Trailblazers that Trevor just took. I think um, Portland will ride high and put all their efforts into winning the game on Friday. And because it's an early tip um, on the West Coast, well, it's more so early for Memphis than it is for Portland. But still early tip. Um, Portland may not care as much, and I think Grizzlies can probably steal that one. So the Nuggets and then that Sunday game against the Trailblazers. Uh, I listen. We I need three and one, and I need three and one in the fact that I think we lose to the Clippers, and I say we win every other game. If we have a shot, if we're talking about getting to the sixth seed, if we're talking about making moves that we need, I'm gonna start throwing it in now. So yeah, I said we could win two games against the Blazers. And those two wins will definitely maybe even put us in the seventh seed by the next time we talk to one another. Yeah. So you finally bookmarked that. I don't feel comfortable with his three and one. His three and one scares me. That's yeah. Especially with this schedule. Going three and one. Yeah. It's a lot. Um I'm scared scared Jokic is still on the court. I'm Jokic is still on the court for Denver, and I know Jamal Murray is out. He was non-existent in the last matchup against the Grizzlies, so yeah, I, I and Denver still found a way to win. So I, I think that Clippers game is definitely one that you can definitely get. I, 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 I if y'all scared of, of Sheedy's three and one, y'all definitely scared of mine. <laughs> yeah, give me three and one again. Give me uh, give me Denver Clippers and the last the Sunday Fun Day. That's what we gonna call that since we all got the Grizz winning on Sunday. Uh, so again, give us the Nuggets, uh, give us the Clippers, and give us the Sunday game against the Portland Trailblazers. I am Mr. Over 500 for a reason. Uh, Sheedy, welcome to the We Got a Chance to Get the Six Seed uh, bandwagon. Happy to have you, and you will be staying. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, so give me three and one. Y'all ready, ready to get scared? Go on, Mr. Mr. 500 Shark ends this week. Give me three and one. Yes, sir. Uh, we went in the first three Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then we're gonna lose Sunday. Hey. So, I see us lose on the road, like to this game. We blew that. Did I see us truly lose a road game? I ain't picking us to lose a road game until Sunday. Mm. Mr. 500 Shark ends this week. Yes, ah, I like yes. that point. <laughs> 
Yeah, and my my name is Sharky just displayed is shooter shooting. Y'all are shooting today. Yes, sir. So, Y'all let um, me ride. I'm I'm scared. Hey, if they going through one, I'll take that, but Three of y'all saying that they going three one. That scares the crap out of me. So uh yeah. Okay. I hope y'all know something that I don't know. Hey, I know, right? If Diesel Hong came, I would say 0 and 4. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. We, we do, we're all about the numbers at this point, man. 16 and 10 away. Hey, come on, man. So I do just before we before we jet, I just want to get a pulse check real quick. You know, Sheedy and Tuga, I'm gonna come back to y'all. So y'all riding high on this over 500 thing for the past couple of weeks. So y'all still feeling some type of way about the Kings and the Pelicans? Y'all still good on that? Just want this is just a pulse check. Hey, IT ain't there no more. Look, man, sometimes you just gotta take blessings as blessings. Don't nobody want to play for the damn Pelicans anyway. <laughs> there you go. And to go back to your statement, if you want to be technical about your statement, really precise, it's about anybody behind the Grizzlies. How are you following directions? Gotcha. If you want to bring it up, we can bring it up word for word. So, yes, I am still scared for teams behind the Grizzlies. Yes. Is it always (laughs) going to be the Kings and the Pelicans? No. But the Warriors and the Spurs are something to mess with. Yes. (laughs) I was bringing up the past, man. Just let the past be the past, bro. Oh, okay. Not on this show, he won't. Right. <laughs> he gonna say he want the past be the past, but want to say that Isaiah Thomas was gonna take Lonzo Ball's minutes. Got. It. Hey, oh, said I, it. You said that. I have no backup for that one too. I have no backup. Oh, you said that. I said nothing about Lonzo Ball, man. Don't put my cousin. I, I, I'm put family in this. Don't do it. I'm, I'm using my judgment here. I hope you didn't say that. All right, man. Before we end off, man, I got one last thing. Uh, Baxter Holmes for ESPN had wrote an article about NBA GMs, team health officials talking about fearing. Compressed schedule was leading to a rash of injuries. As just happened this week, Jamal Murray tore, uh, Jamal Murray tore his ACL. Uh, Donovan Mitchell got hurt again. Just various stars. KD just got hurt again. Uh, various stars in the round league again hurt. So, what are y'all? I guess how do y'all feel, y'all? The compressed schedule is leads to the injuries, or but now, this is what this is what I was afraid of uh, at the beginning of the season, like the shortest offseason in NBA history. Um, that's why you got mm-hmm. a lot of how to, a few players thinking that LeBron was actually going to rest at the, at the beginning of the season um, because like everybody's tired. You can't clump up so many games at one time, and then at the end of the season, while everybody while the NBA is trying to catch up, you know, we gonna call it play COVID games. It's going to damage the NBA product even more, and it's looking like all about money, like. This season, literally, the, the one word about this season, money. They lied to the players about the All-Star game, and this is just the beginning. So, I mean, hopefully we can have a LeBron and uh, and KD in the NBA Finals. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what this is, but I think this is the basketball gods talking and saying that 
the regular season for the NBA should be should be cut down to maybe, you know, maybe 60, 65 games, especially if we're going to have these play in games. Right. So that's yeah. Uh, uh, the season had what, 72 games, I think. Yes. Yeah, so you want to shorten the season even more? Yes. Because you're because because they've done nothing but add a few games already for these playing games, right? So mm-hmm. I think they just need to cut it down some more. Okay, I honestly, think sixty sixty five is uh, is. is <coughs> honestly, <laughs> I'd say honestly, to me seventy two is fine. It's just the fact that they compressed it to yeah, you know, yeah. the season starting yeah, December. Is okay. by May. I still think that's great. So let, let's say the NBA have an official full offseason as they have in the past. You still think 65 games or going forward instead of the set? Because I like the 72 personally. Yes, I don't think you need more than 60. I really don't think you need more than 65 games. You need you need 72, 82 games to tell me how good the team is? I don't think so. <laughs> really? But by the time you get to 65, 72 games, you already know who's in the playoffs for the most part. Good point. I hear your point. I think the other games after that are more or less like seeding games. Like um, you pretty much lock down maybe your first or second seed, but maybe like your three through six need to still, you know, solidify themselves along with seven and eight. Um, I'm actually, listen, when the decision was made, you're not going to be able to please everybody. Something is going to happen. And basketball is the one unique sport that you can literally play year round. It doesn't matter if it's cold outside. It doesn't matter if it's a thunderstorm outside. It doesn't matter. You doesn't, that doesn't stop basketball because basketball is an indoor sport. Um, and so, yeah, it sucks because of the condensed schedule. Um, I think that's the part that sucks the most, having so many back-to-back nights. This is not – this league is not built on back-to-back nights. It didn't, didn't do that before. There may have been a night in between or, you know, take a road trip to Texas trip as well. Like, if you go to Texas, you know you got to go to Dallas. You know you got to go to Houston and San Antonio within that whole stretch of time. Um, but spacing out more, I think it's fine. I think 72 games is cool. I don't know about the playing scenario. Um, I, I I just don't know about the playing scenario. I think we get this in a shortened season, yes. Um, but then again, I don't want to take away the lower of the 72 and 10 Bulls or the 73 and 9 Warriors. Um, and so I want to get a regular offseason is what I'm saying. And I don't want the playing scenario to happen after this season. Um, I don't believe the playing scenario needs to exist. Are y'all in agreement that with uh, Dame Lillard and uh, Mark Cuban that the playoff game or play-in games are dumb? Because my thing yeah. is, and I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a agree with Damian Lillard. He said it earlier this week. It was like if teams spend all season fighting for eight spots, essentially, I'm summing up. For eight spots, they shouldn't have to worry about, you know, getting out of all that hard work for nothing in two games. That's basically what can. That's kind of what happened last year to the Grizz, even though Portland yeah. came out more and did what they supposed to. All that season work was, you know, for nothing, especially when you, you know, two games. And then those two games, in my opinion, are put into the referees' hands. That's not cool. It's not cool at all. And I'm hoping this will be the, you know, the last time we hear about a play-in game because it's black. But how y'all, how y'all feel about that? Yeah. Before? I think yeah. I think this. You, you can go, Trevor. Really no, you go ahead. You good? Go ahead. Yeah, I think this is it for. I mean, I think. They're they're trying to recoup money. That's the only reason they hadn't played in. It's last year the same reason. They're they're not playing all eight two games. They got to make up some other money in other ways. So they had to play in games for the additional some additional compensation for money. So that's the only reason for it. I doubted that it's going to exist after this season when their season gets back to normal. Yeah, I just can't uh, see it. Either. Go ahead. Yeah, I just can't. No, see I was that. just going to say, I just I don't like it. The fact that like. You know, I think the play-in should the play-in uh, 
games should be for like seeds eight through ten. That's it. But involving the teams like six and seven, like I don't think that's fair to them at all. I'm okay with eight through ten. I'm okay with that. Eight to ten. Like you need to add one more to kind of make it fair. So you going to do uh, eight they can figure it out. I ain't, that ain't my job. I just don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it should be those 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 three. They can figure that out. They got money and they got the bonds to do that. I get what you're saying, Trevor. Yeah, like, if you don't keep, I, I if you don't keep the same format, I, I, I'm with you. Just do eight, eight through eleven. But I think at this point, I think you should add a, a, a some kind of rule in there as far as the gap between those. Because yeah. If you have a four five game lead, you know, as a seventh or eighth seed, and it's two games left, like there's no way that those other two teams below and that's nine and ten is going to catch them. So. Right. So then, I say, so then I say, let's. I say you can do this. Maybe if you're the eight seed and your your lead above the ninth seeded team is less than two two and a half games, then maybe it's a playing game between eight nine seed. If it's not, if it's greater than that, then the eighth the eight seed holds. Maybe that similar to the bubble. So the bubble last year, it was going. It was four yeah. games, but it ended up working out too. It was only half a game between the degrees. It's important. But yeah. I felt like it was four games. I like that's very unfair. Like the team beat you twice, they steal two games behind you, but they get in the playoffs. Like that, that made no sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, got lucky last season. They right. lucky. Very lucky. You got anything? Uh, last thing, she did. Um, the only the other part I would say about this is it also <clears throat> plays itself to like every game is important. Every game is a must win, actually. Um, and so. The playing game should, in hindsight, make there be more games for us to watch throughout the year because you shouldn't be resting players as often because you don't want to get into a play-in scenario, so to speak. I.e., the Blazers, i.e., Mavericks, um, Grizzlies. We don't. I mean, we've probably rested people maybe what one game or two games I can recall um, this entire year, um, and so we, every game is important. So I, again, I just want to get away with the playing games. I think after the season, we should be done with this conversation. Um, for that, but for right now, as it stands, I am still worried about the teams that are behind the Grizzlies. Yes. Yeah, we haven't had to rest much because everybody's been hurt in and out. So <laughs> hopefully, it finally gets to a point where everybody's back. But I'm not about to get into that till I actually see some people on the court. So that does it for this episode, y'all. Remember, follow us starting five to number five MEM on Twitter. Follow Grizzly Bear Blues at SBN Grizzlies and listen to the other podcasts on the network. 3ND Podcast, Core 4 Podcast, and GBB Live. Remember, follow me at the one underscore P Shark. I'm at underscore Scott Lady on Twitter, where shooters are always going to shoot. Reporting live from Dylan Brooks Island, this is at the Auto Trevor. First letter of each word is capitalized, except of, because it's a preposition. I got you, man. And it's 50 Shades of Sheedy. It's really Sheedy here on Twitter. Make sure y'all follow your boy at Tab Shakir. And if you're going to use the Star Five pod as a reminder to take a shower and watch your behind, that's what we're here for. Shout out to y'all. All right. Go, Grizz. Go, Grizz. <laughs> <laughs>